When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. All right, Tom, you got to do the rest of this hour. I'm sorry, I have to leave. I just realized. Okay. No, that, Ready it, to go. Turns out, I, 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 you, know, you all know I live in Florida, right? Now, this will only be relevant to those listening live. If you're listening to the podcast, this already happened. But at 5.55, we end the show at 5 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Pacific, or at 2.55 Pacific time, SpaceX is launching one of their big honking rockets. The, the Falcon, Falcon or something? Heavy, the Falcon Heavy, which is, like, huge. And it's at 5.55. It's 55 minutes after the show. And to drive from my house to Port Canaveral is an hour and 10 minutes. You got to hustle a little bit. I'm not going to make it. We uh, we tried that once. Remember when I was there? Yeah, and we they got halfway there the and they launch. canceled it. Yeah, that was disappointing. <laughs> yeah, Not really yeah. sad. Anyway, like my career, they so, canceled the launch. Look, I'm putting all of you first because you're more wow. important than a launch. Wow. You know what's cool though? I wanted to see the, the 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 boosters. The boosters land. They come back and land, and it's so that is cool. cool. I've I seen it say. on TV, yeah. but. I want to see it in person, but not today. You go anytime. No, it's all right. It. I it's all right. No, I'm gonna. I'm sticking it out because this is important stuff. Like, you know, like uh, the 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 whole business of managing money is discussed on this show. The way things change, and we have talked for years and years about the fiduciary duty of advisors. Now, because it's all the rage, every advisor claims to be a fiduciary. And the Securities and Exchange Commission a couple of years ago required everybody who gives financial advice, well, not everybody, not insurance agents, but all the brokers and registered investment advisors and all, to provide a, a thing called a, uh, well, it's under a thing called Reg BI, Reg Best Interests. And if you're not familiar with that, don't feel bad because no, basically nobody, nobody knows. is. Nobody knows. <laughs> but Reg BI was supposed to, supposed to require brokers to act in the customer's best interest. Not as a fiduciary, but I don't know what the, the SEC. Talk about parsing language. They're the guys who missed Bernie Madoff, remember? Uh, they came up not with once, this, with not this, twice, not, not three, three times, five, not four times. Yeah, whatever it was. They yeah. came up with this goofy idea that that brokers should act in your best interest, but they don't have to act as a fiduciary. So what's the difference? None. Well, in 2023, now they're going to start cracking down on the best interest standard that they weren't enforcing before, and they probably won't enforce I now. Start laughing now, but I'm not feeling very funny. But here's how it's supposed to work. Your broker, that guy at Ed Jones or Morgan Stanley or Ameriprise, Ameriprise or yeah. Voyer or whatever the heck out there, you know, all of those, them there guys, 
they are supposed to on every transaction. They were supposed to do this before, but now they're going to get they're going to supposedly get in trouble if on every deal they don't tell you what conflict of interest they might have. And in the conflicts of interest that are spelled out in the regulation, one of them is not disclosing fees and commissions. So you're saying they're going to have to do that. They're supposedly going to have to do that in advance of making the sale. Now, my reading of that says you need to be given a prospectus before you invest. Usually they send them out after. Yeah, you you click the button and then it comes. It used to come in the mail. I don't right. think they even yeah, do that yeah, anymore. I don't know. Right? Buy online. But they're supposed to. My thinking is they should tell you, but they won't. But at least there's now, if you aren't, if it's not disclosed to you, I guess it does at least give you some some opportunity to come back after them, after the fact. What do you think? Well, I don't think much. You know when all this started? Um, Department of You know how far back this goes? No. Yeah. You know what year that was? No. When when was that? 2009. (laughs) Boy, do they drag their feet. <laughs> That's 14 years ago, dude. You know, uh, no, I don't. Do I think this is going to change anything? Not much. No, I think you're still going to get bad stuff sold to people, still going to get high expense mutual funds, et cetera, get sold to people. And then they always, they'll bury it somehow. Like, uh, by the way, don't forget to read this. Thanks. Thanks for being a client. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, they will. They're going to bury it, and and that's yeah. why we want we want to talk about this because if you think the government is going to protect you from anything, think again. It's, I think that's another thing that came out of the Madoff thing. I, you cannot connect. You can't plan on them doing that for it you. It came out of the Purdue Pharma thing. Exactly. You know, there, there was this horrible problem with opioids, and the FDA was totally aware of it. And yet, yeah, the guys at Purdue Pharma—they're—they're they're good guys. They, you know, we like them. It's the problem with. Well, this is a bigger problem overall. It's well, because ins- I'm going to mention the FAA here in a yeah, minute. It's so, with yeah. the insurance mm-hmm. industry regulators. Yeah. It's with the financial industry regulators. It's with the drug regulators. It's as Tom's going to say with the FAA. The problem yep. is that the regulators know that their their future is not with the regular with the with the agency for for which they work their future they is in the yeah. insurance industry the brokerage industry the pharmaceutical so who do you think industry pal around with they you wanna, or them yeah they want to work in those industries so sure. you're going to you're going to tick off somebody in uh, at uh, a pharmaceutical company or a big brokerage firm no you won't get the job it's infuriating it is infuriating. And again, uh, at the end of the day, this, like everything else, you have to take the time to educate yourself enough to protect yourself. And nobody wants to do that. We get it. You don't want to do that. It means you have to actually do some work. And that is why, if you're not willing to do that work, then we insist like you're going to pay any attention to us. We insist that you hire a true 100% fiduciary advisor. But the, even the problem with that is you got to do some work to find one. 
Yeah, those are hard to find. And I just talked to somebody today that I had sent your book to, and they said, well, as soon as I read the book, I'll become a client. So the book takes about, I don't know, an hour and a half or something. Two hours, maybe. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy to understand. Yeah, so, hmm. yeah, you got to get educated. You got to get educated, and you have to do the work. Don't trust anybody, even us. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high-pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. The show that's all about helping you manage your money better, but uh, you've got to take an active interest in the process. You must. And one of the ways you can do that is to give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, during the show, which runs from noon to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, every Saturday. Or you can call 24-7, leave us a question, and we will get to it on a a future show or podcast. And we're going to do that now because nobody's there at 855-935-TALK, right? Do we still have – we have no one there. No, get there. Call now. This is a good time to call. Good good time. Good, great time. Perfect time. Better than ever time. But then we have somebody like this. Hey, guys. New listener here. I have a question. So I am currently enrolled in a company 401k. I just turned 50. I'm doing actually 20000 towards the traditional 401k and 10000 towards the Roth. So my question is, can I still contribute the to my own personal Roth account since I have money? And then for some reason, the call cut out. We but, didn't pay the bill that but, day. I'm yeah, sorry. Apparently, but he continues. Uh, that's all I have. He, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. But, well, I've been waiting for but, that for a long but we time. Got, we got the gist of the question. Yeah. The answer is yes. You can do both. You can do the 401. And by the way, that's great that you're doing uh, two-thirds of it pre-tax, a third of it post-tax, and 30000 I mean, $30,000 you can now put away into your 401k. It's astounding when you think about it. Just not that long ago, it was a whole lot less. Anyway, um, yes, but then you could turn around, and if you're eligible for a Roth, if you're married and you have household income of you know somewhere less than $200,000, you can do a Roth for you and your spouse. If you're single, I think the cutoff is like 160 or something. You can't make more than that and do a Roth. Otherwise, you could do a non-deductible IRA. Sure. All right, so the answer Makes is... Sense. Yeah, the answer, the answer is yes. yes. And now, uh, I mean, here's the other yeah, part of that. Well, I just want to mention something. That, well, because that's a lot of money. Yeah, you got to make sure that it's allocated properly. 
you need U.S. international bonds, that kind of thing. Yep, yep, yep. Most of the time, when I look at people's portfolios, they're not. They don't have that. No, they don't have that. So what they end up with is is this mess that we call a hodgepodge portfolio. It's just a mess of stuff. Oh, let me grab one from column A, B, C, D, E. People turn one guy turned a hodgepodge into hoagie something. I think maybe. Hokey Lunch pokey, came in. Hokey, hokey pokey. Yeah, hokey pokey. It's yeah. hokey pokey, it's the, hokey pokey. It's, it's, it's the dance turn they yourself do it around at, at my that's wife's what. at my wife's former college. <laughs> Honest <laughs> that's to God, true. no, no, seriously, really? because oh, she went to Virginia Tech. That's right. What's and they their are mascot? The Hokies. The Hokies. So at football, which is games, what? What is a hokey? I don't even know okay. what that is. Um, well, I asked that question several years ago. Yes, uh, I'm not because I and and I'm supposed to know the answer now because I'm a spokey. Because you're married to one, I'm a spokey. You're a spokey. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, the the honest to God, that's what they call us, spokies. Oh boy, and that's uh, sad. My, if you look at the game, it's a turkey. Oh, a hokey. So but you're a my male. My understanding turkey. is it's a castrated turkey. So that's why it's hokey, I guess. I don't know for sure, but when they, at least back in the old days, I don't know what they do now because the kids are hipper than they used to be, but back in the old days when Virginia Tech would score at uh, Lane Field they there. castrate and, a No, 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 yeah, no, no. Here's what, but here's what would happen. This is the sound a turkey makes while gobble, being gobble. castrated. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure that's the sound. Uh, wait. Well, no, there it says, was a, no, there was, a hokey is not a dance you learned in elementary school. Yeah, you looked it I'm up. Looking up meaning here. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm curious. I just you know. The, well, uh, you're not going to find it in the dictionary. I looked up direct. Uh, from it's last a larger hour. than life turkey, which you've been called worse, but that actually kind of works. I, but my wife is the hokey. I'm the spokey. I don't know what I don't know how to. Uh, oh, it gonna, even has the original song in here. Hokey, 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 hi. Text, hokey, text, yeah, yeah. Hokey, VR, uh, hokey, it makes hokey, no sense. Hi. Oh, they, then they show the hokey uh-huh. doing the hokey dance here. The hokey pokey. This is really illuminating. I got to say, I got, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> probably makes my uh-huh. weekend. My, anyway, my wife right, used to be in the, the marching hokey. band, the, the hokey marching band. Bunch of turkeys. <laughs> I, sorry, I, I'm sorry. It's a gorgeous uh-huh. school, though. Virginia Tech, really yeah. beautiful campus, that, great it's school. It's not, a great it's not school. Blacksburg, right? Blacksburg, yeah. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. never been there. Gorgeous country. Been Absolutely to Van, uh, Virginia, but the, yeah. Okay. You want, a, you want another question? <laughs> no, you I want need to do it. The you desperately need it. Turn myself around. around. Yeah, just face that way from now on. Yeah, hi. My okay, name is Brian, and uh, first of all, I was wondering if I can make an appointment directly with uh, Mr. Don. Um, I live here in Kissimmee, just didn't know if that was a possibility. <laughs> uh, my question is, I'm 60 years old, I have a lot of money, I did buy individual stocks, I know that's not something you has a lot of money, Don. 20 years ago, I bought yeah. this thing called Amazon, mm-hmm. and a $5,000 investment is now $119,000 or $129,000 so, after the beautiful. fall. Anyway, I'm just Get wondering how I ever sell this stuff, if I sell it, am I going to be subjected to all these taxes, or yes. I guess should I wait till I'm 65 and retire and sell then, which who knows, it might be worth zero. Anyway, just trying to figure out how I pay taxes on something that's gained so much over the years. I have a pretty good portfolio, but I'm um, you know, getting nervous about Amazon. Thank you so much. Again, Brian Stickle at 321 Oh, phone number gone. Okay. Oh, he so, didn't know he'd throw a phone number in at the end. Yeah, all right. So, and by the way, Dom does not take that's calls funny. in Kissimmee. 
That's funny though. His his phone number Don is might. very similar to mine. It was really close. I know. I heard the first part. Yeah. Uh here's the answer. Yeah, this is one of the problems with owning a portfolio like that of individual stocks, which well, can okay. skyrocket. Is it really a problem? Well, it is if you don't want to pay any taxes. Well, but is it really? Come on. Is it really? A, you made a ton of money. That's a problem? No, you make a good point. Paying taxes means you made money. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Now, okay. Um, but, 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 okay, you but could. let's go back to his situation. Yeah. I would be, I think Amazon's a great company. But probably many years of grip, but I would not own it. Well, I don't own individual stocks anyway. No, nor do I. And, uh, I don't, it's, I know it's still down by about a half from where it was, I believe a year ago. Uh, but I'd be a seller of an individual equity. It wouldn't matter if I was 60, 65 or whatever with the only caveat. I was going to say, I hope you, you have a little quality income. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the qualifiers, you, if your income is going to decrease rapidly in the next few years because you quit, then maybe it makes sense mm-hmm. because uh, it'd be cheaper from a tax perspective. This, my answer comes back to the word we use a lot on this show plan. You need for this, like everything else, you need a tax plan, yep. which means you sit down either with yourself in the tax tables or with an accountant. And you create a a selling plan for the Amazon stock, one that will not kick you into too high a tax bracket at any given time, but one that over the course of the next few years will eliminate the entire position. Because remember, if you own an index fund, you're going to own a bunch of Amazon. So you're going to own it anyway. And and if you want to meet, since you made so much money, you can buy me coffee at Starbucks in celebration. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey there. Welcome back. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. You can call your questions in there. You can also send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. And a lot of, we have a lot of regular correspondence to the program. A lot. One in particular out of Denver. Yeah, uh, this comes from, yeah, you said Denver, and it's titled, Oops, Oops, You Did It Again. Ah, this comes from Merv. 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 We've talked to, we've mentioned Merv Merv, before. Okay, I'm going to try to read this as quickly as I can because it's fairly lengthy. Uh, Well, you could skip around if you want. Yeah, Don, you did it again. I did it again. You you pontificated on cryptocurrency without Tom there to keep you grounded. I pontificate is, all the time. That's not my job, by the way. I'm not taking that job. No. I don't care what they pay me Plus for. Plus, he's 3,000 miles away. What's <laughs> not he going to do? Even close up. Uh, you're misleading your listeners again when you tell them yeah, they're, it, them it, Bitcoin is a passing fancy. <laughs> Would yeah. you define anything as a passing fancy that's been around 13 years and growing? Adopted as Wait, a legal hold on. tender you know, by. Can we do this? Let me respond through the points. Each, okay, each point. 13 plus 13 years. 13 years. And would you invest? Growing. Would you invest in an investment that has been ripping people off for 40 years? 40 years, Bernie Madoff? Or 40 limited years. partnerships he had 40 or whatever 40 years of history. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, okay. Good point. Next point. Um, adopted as a legal tender by entire country, see El Salvador. <laughs> Wait. Okay. One entire country. And, and by the way, how's El that El Salvador. Go read. There's a great piece in Bloomberg a few months ago. It talks about what a complete and utter disaster that has been. Okay, so we've entered uh, that ex- point. Accepted to pay U.S. state taxes. 
U.S. state taxes in Colorado. Well, then that's not U.S. taxes. It's Colorado taxes. And yeah, it doesn't make a whole is, lot of sense. Is that, in fact, the case? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't take the time to look it up. Go ahead. Which you're now going to do. Defined oh, as a commodity by the commissioner of the Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, okay, kind of, because they need to regulate the stupid thing. Go offered ahead. by mega banking institutions, Fidelity, BlackRock. Well, Fidelity has not yet put their. Th- they yeah, keep they delaying keep saying it. they're going to. But they yeah. keep mm-hmm. delaying it, and you know yeah. what? It's called follow. Okay, Bernie Madoff, perfect answer again. Major financial institutions, including some of the biggest banks, put money with Bernie Madoff. Oh well, that's an endorsement. Continue. Yeah, and by the way, J.P. Morgan. Oh, oh let me go back. The SEC. Fine. The SEC registered Madoff as a registered investment advisor, which got him more money. Did they endorse him? Apparently. Go ahead. Well, we know others who have said uh, the SEC endorsed me by by being registering, which is not the SEC endorses nothing. And Colorado does um, take it, by the way. Wow. Okay. Realize the highest rate of return over any asset over the last ten years. The and it's not the highest risk adjusted return of any asset on a risk adjusted basis. It's a very low return because the risk is ridiculously high. Continue. You're not being very truthful with your audience when you imply Bitcoin has never been used to pay for anything. Not I utility not bills, hot that. dogs, grocery By taxes. By the way, didn't say that. I said it's not used to pay for much, and anything else I said was hyperbole. Because Paying at McDonald's with Bitcoin in Lugano, Switzerland. That counts? <laughs> I don't okay. go to Lugano. Wait. I've been to Lugano, but I don't go there very often. I found yeah. a list of businesses that accept Bitcoin in the United States. This is from NerdWallet. They claim, and this is as of October 20th, 2022, that 20, so it could have changed. 2,300 oh. American businesses accept Bitcoin. How many businesses are there in America? Oh, <laughs> 32 a million 32 million wow so yeah, that's yeah. 74 one thousandths of one percent pretty small so that uh, basically wait basically that's none go ahead oh wait no numerous... can i add one more thing i yes. looked at, i looked at the list of bitcoin accepting companies in florida where i've lived for 30 years and do you know how many i've ever heard of zero there we go. Yeah, I'm not. He says I'm supposed to keep you grounded. I'm not doing a very good job. Uh, there are numerous <laughs> others just like it. I'm, I'm one of the individuals who raise their hands if you could show something. Pain. This is very silly. You're, he says you're doing a disservice. I think you're doing a great service because you're keeping people from investing in something where you could literally lose it all. And it's happened recently. <laughs> Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking hey real there. Hi there. Welcome to the show there. I'm Don. That's Tom chuckling about something. Well, I it, it's funny. I mean, the back to the hokey thing, because somebody immediately wrote the and hokey said, thing. The hokey, <laughs> hokey, yes, is a castrated turkey. And the only national championship they've ever won is a club bass fishing championship. They're darn good at their fishing. Thank you, it's Carl. fishing that. country. That's funny. That's funny club bass fishing <laughs> never miss it on uh, what is espn yeah, they, nine they've been at some bowls we, there. we've seen them in a couple of bowls debbie and i went down to the orange okay. bowl where she broke her ankle 
at a hokey game. That's true. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah. Well, that was a she shouldn't be on the kickoff return team. Well, no, very you're, you're not supposed to stand on those uh, on those seats and turn yourself around. Could you fall while right doing off. the hokey yeah, pokey? Yeah, the hokey right. pokey. Yeah, anyway, right. back to crypto. I want to talk more about crypto for a minute. Um, crypto. Did you give the phone number? Because if you want to call, this is 855-935-8255. 935 talk Give us a call. It's uh, really, really, really easy. So um, anyway, okay. First, we had a caller a couple of weeks ago. I know this is anecdotal, but we had a caller a couple of weeks ago called and said, thank you so much for telling me to avoid crypto, which we specifically told him to do. It was at 60 some odd thousand dollars when he was thinking about buying in. That's when everybody was buying in, right? right? And right yeah. now it's gone back up from sixteen to about twenty thousand. But bear in mind, this is an interesting fact. We talked about the worst loss ever for the stock market being about fifty percent. Yeah. Okay. Um, in April of ni- of twenty twenty two, this is less than a year ago, nine months ago. Yep. Crypto got to two point one trillion dollars of value the into all of crypto all cryptos yes all the crazy so two trillion are. bucks okay right. yep mm-hmm. and today it's 977 yeah. billion so it's less than half yeah. what it was that ch- yeah. in that quick a time so that's the that's one thing the other thing is <laughs> folks the 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 crypto businesses are falling all around us. They're dropping like flies. I mean, come on, we had the FTX thing that turned out to be this massive, massive illegal operation. Billions of Billions dollars. Billions of dollars yep. lost. I mean, that's mm-hmm. gonna make the numbers of losses in crypto for twenty twenty three. They're gonna they're gonna be bigger than twenty twenty twos, which were big enough. And now we have the the collapse of the the slow motion well, it's actually pretty fast. Slow for crypto. A uh, collapse of Gemini and uh, Genesis, and yeah, it's it, if you want to read about how friends can part company quick, these guys are the people who ran those two companies are good buddies, and now uh, Gen- Gemini wrote Genesis saying, "Got to get the billion dollars back we owe investors that were in this interest rate thing where they're paying like seven and eight per- I think we talked about it at the time, like how in the world are they paying that kind of interest on? Bitcoin loan, it didn't make any sense to me. And it again, when things don't make sense, they shouldn't. But you want to read more about how bad. So and guess who, you know, the SEC decided to sue Gemini yesterday saying that's uh, they offered you, an unregistered can't make those, security. Can't do those securities that way. So, well, yeah, I mean, this is. But it comes back to wow. this whole thing that we have been talking about a lot today. And that is you these returns. They're unrealistic. They were promising eight or nine percent a year. Yep. yep. With a hundred percent safety. When interest rates were like zero. zero one, yeah, nothing. I mean, I, at the time I thought that is nuts. And and one other interesting fact, just to rebut some of these arguments, um, the total crypto market, as I said, was about two point two trillion dollars. That's how much crypto is in circulation. Who knows what, what, where it's circulating because it's just moving between crypto people. The entire amount of fiat currency in circulation, the number of dollars, how much actual notes, coins, and and notes in circulation that you can actually buy stuff with, 
everywhere. Anywhere. You don't have to go to Switzerland to use it. I, I can buy what you know, like Burger King accepts crypto. It's just the only ones that accept it are in Venezuela. Yeah, we, I don't get there that often. But um, it can be good. Yeah, uh, KFC accepts it, but they only accept it in Venezuela. Why would that be? Maybe the Venezuelan currency isn't any good. Could that be it? Maybe. But it's hard to believe that uh, that great center bastion of capitalism. Right. But okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Anyway, the U the, the the spendable U.S. dollars in circulation. Yeah. As of the same time, there were two point two trillion crypto was two point one trillion. Wow, that's that, that's now that's interesting. Yeah, that's a currency you can actually spend. Fascin- that's a fascinating number, actually, when you think about it. So, so yeah. what does that tell you? Well, it, it, what yeah. <laughs> what does it tell? No, go ahead. What does it tell you? No, I, I, there's, it's, a, it's, there's a there's a message same thing there. all along. Well, go ahead. The message is this is over, it, It's a currency you can't use. So maybe it has some benefit, but does it have the same amount of benefit as U.S. dollars? No. And. And remember, this was going to be all about the openness, right? Transparency. Oh, yeah. It turned out to be none of those things. I mean, this is the most shadowy, who can figure, where's my money kind of situation. Literally, I've never seen with any security, ever. Well, it's not a security. No, it's not a security. It's not. It's not oh, a, I mean, what, whatever you want to call not, it. It's I, I, what I'd like to call it. Here's what I'd like to call it. I'm just, and, and this is I'm risking. Can you say it on the I'm, broadcast? Yeah, I can. And I'm I'm risking another scathing note from Merv Griffin. I mean Merv. What's Merv, Merv just name? sitting around. Merv, got, whatever. Uh, uh, I don't want to give his last, last name. name. Griffin oh. is a made up last name. That's there's not a real Merv it's Griffin. A, it used to be a guy in showbiz named Merv okay, Griffin. Whatever. For those of you um, uninitiated, pff, yeah. You know he made some game shows. Anyway, um, what I would like to call crypto truly starts with a P, ends with an I. Ponzi scheme, oh, okay, because it yeah, relies right. on th- more money coming in for the people who are in it to make money. I thought you were going to call it poopy, p o o p i. That's not how but poopy okay. is spelled. Unless unless it's in Music Man, and we're talking about shipoopy. That's mu- song in Music Man. Oh, I got to be careful. That's a song. There. Yeah. It's a song. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a break. It's really time. We need to. We desperately need to. Um, Give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and bail us out. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. So give us a call and let's talk about your real money and how you deal with it and the things you're doing that you are doing right, things you're doing that you're doing wrong, the things you need to do in the future. It's all free. It's really easy. 855-935-TALK. And Josie, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Thank you. So I was a teacher and I retired here in the state of Washington And I also have Vanguard and Social Security and that sort of thing. So I'm just wondering, what should I start um, using first, my teacher um, plan three or Vanguard? And in Vanguard, I have rollover IRA and Roth IRA. How old are you, uh, Josie? 70. 70. 
Well, you, you have to take social. And, and no, I put off my own social. Security. No, no more after seventy. There is no more putting I put it off. off. My own. Yeah. Right, right. I'll be seventy soon, and I know that. And I've been taking my ex-spouses, and now I'm ready to start taking my own in social security because you told you told us all to wait yep, till yep, we're yep. seventy. How does he feel about you taking his social security? By the way. That's it's only ju- half. Oh, it's only half. That was a joke. It was a bad joke, but it was a joke nonetheless. Now, a very serious question. Um, after your Social Security, how much are you going to need to live? I'm living okay. well. Here's, okay, I mean, but you're the gonna, person... You're going really, to be faced with required minimum distributions. Not till age seventy three now under the under, uh, Secure Act two point right. Um, so, but first three now. My understanding is there's a pension part and an investment part. So the pension part, you should be go ahead and taking because that's not that's not getting any bigger as you get older. Okay. 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 So, so she's living that. well, and then she's going to add yep. Social Security to that. So really, you 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 won't want to touch any of the accounts until you start needing money from them. And the order in which you take them is going to be driven in part by the RMDs that you will eventually face at 73. You're going to have to take those out and either start to spend them or reinvest them in a taxable account somewhere at that point. So um, this is the whole reason for having these plans, you know, where you go, okay, I'm I'm going to need this much income. I'm going to have this much income from source A, B, and C. I've got source D. Do I need income from it? If I don't need income from it, then you let it roll until you need it. And if you never need it, then you every once in a while just splurge and have fun with it. And let me ask another question. The money at Vanguard, is that like in an IRA? It's an RMD. Yes, an I'm IRA. sorry? Yes, an IRA. She said it was an IRA. She asked, she asked well, another question. First of all, what is an RMD? Oh, that is a required minimum distribution. So, what is an RMD? Yeah. So the money that you have set aside in both the PERS 3 as the investment part and the uh, IRA, individual retirement account, the government is going to make you start taking that money out at age 73. That was pushed back a year after the Secure Act 2.0 helped people that don't need the money and pay tax on it. The first year, it's about three and a half percent. It kind of scales up and you have to pay income tax on those things because you've never paid any tax on that. So the government wants you to take it out and pay tax on it. Okay, at 73. At 73, correct. Yes, Okay, and that's the IRAs from yes, Vanguard, and, and and the money that and yep, the, the pension and the yep. Teacher, yep the teachers and the teacher yep fund. the stuff okay. you yep exactly so those things you'll have to start drawing on now and Don's exactly right there's no reason if you don't need the money to hurry and since you're not going to need the money you might even want to consider taking a little bit of that four hundred one I mean the IRA and uh, paying a little tax on it. And moving it into a Roth, have a little bit of tax free that can just sit there forever and doesn't isn't subject to the RMD because you've already paid the taxes on it. So that might be something you you, you want to consider. But uh, as it stands right now, it it sounds to me like you don't need to touch a thing until RMD time. Okay, all right. But when I do have to touch it, I'm I'm down to about. 15000 in my spending money that I have mm-hmm. it just in a bank that I can spend. 
that I don't touch any of my retirement other than the pot that the teachers, um, the school system paid. I use that. I use the Social Security. Um, so, you, so I will have, you'll to, have to start, start replenishing that. Okay, something. then tell me, if, this is really important. What is your your retirement plan at work? What is that invested? What What's that PERS plan invested in? Do you know? Okay, I have it on my yes, computer. Sure. Just a second. Plan uh -huh. three. Okay, I'm going to it. It's it's uploading. It's just the internet. It and this is something you mentioned a moment ago, Don. That that again, this is. And by the way, we'll be talking about this at Retire Meet mm -hmm. in a few weeks. This is exactly the kind of work people need to be doing, so they know where to draw the money from, know how to have the right portfolio for right. when they're going to pull it out. Did you find it? Um, yes, I just want to ask you. Did I look at contributions and savings or investment and research or plan investments? You know, that may take you to the page of things you could okay. invest in. Yeah, it might. Now, okay, let, let me just, I'm going to generalize. I don't need the specifics. I'm going to generalize. Most of the time, 403Bs and these uh, business plans have terrible investment options. They tend to have terrible, expensive investment options. So as a rule of thumb, this is not specific to anybody, but I would start drawing from the work plan before I touch my excellent Vanguard funds. I would let good those point. Vanguard funds, just because they're so cheap and they're so good, I would let them run for as long as I could. And if you need to replenish money or get a little fun money or a little spending money, go ahead and take it out of the, the PERS plan and pay the taxes on that because you're going to have to pay the taxes eventually anyway, so you might as well go ahead and do it and uh, just take out enough, enough to, to do what you need to do and leave the IRAs for a while, a long while if possible. So rule of thumb, I think that's probably the way to go. Thank you so much for the call, Josie. We really appreciate it. And remember, you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK. But Tom's right. This goes to the bigger picture that nobody thinks about. Very few. Okay, a tiny fraction of the population of the United States. You have to have a spending plan for your retirement. How are you going to live otherwise? And the earlier you do this, start this in your 50s. Start this at least in your early 60s. Build a plan. What am I going to need to survive? You won't be 100% right. It's going to be a lot of guesswork because we don't know the future. But you need to begin the process so you know what you need to have and from where you're going to need to take it. And, it, and also, you need to know how much risk you need to take for the rest of your life. Because you may end up needing less risk, Don, than, than you need. People either tend to have too much stock in their portfolio or not enough. It's not balanced. It's not, it doesn't consider, as you said, the rate of return they need and the risk they need to take. So this is the exact kind of topics that we'll both be talking about on the 25th of February. I hate to sort of be promoting that, but it, it, it's exactly well, what we do there. we're going to promote it after the break, so. Oh, okay. So we're going to do that anyway. So go to retiremeets.com to register for that event. It's going to be fun. And then we'll promote it again after the break. Oh, okay. Go. But, sure, why not? Uh, what? We're going to the break go right ahead. now. Okay. I can't yeah, go to please. the break until the music please. is done. Wait for the music. Ready? Here it goes. It's ending. See? Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello, students. 
Professor Albert Feinstein here, and this year at retirement, for the very first time, I'll be teaching a class on my own invention, financial physics, misspelled with an F. So don't miss it at retire meet. I, I, I will be there, Dr. Albert Feinstein. You remember me. I'm a nice guy. Don't miss it. That's it? How do you okay. get there, Tommy? Uh, doctor, yes. I, I, you, yes. you go to retire meet, Doc. It's good to hear from you, Doctor. It's oh, been a while. It's retire good to see me. you, Mr. You Tommy. You look very well. I you look do. very well for a guy who's 150 years old. Uh, RetireMeet.com. Oh, oh, I was close. Uh, RetireMeet.com. Stop. Okay, sorry. Thanks. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?